This is Amy Poehler. My new movie, Disney and Pixar's Inside Out 2, is coming to theaters June 14th, and it's making me feel joy and sadness and anger. Definitely some disgust. Rose! And I think a little fear. But I'm also feeling these new emotions like anxiety, embarrassment, envy, and ennui. It's what you call the boredom. Okay, that one was weird. It's going to be the feel-everything movie of the summer. Disney and Pixar's Inside Out 2. Rated PG. Parental guidance suggested. Only in theaters June 14. Get tickets now. As my very good friend, the Sir Elton John says, Saturday nights are right for fighting. Friday nights are right for working on lawnmowers, boat engines, or shooting off uh, Uzis. I'm not really sure what just happened in my backyard, but uh, if you hear a rumbling, a tumbling, and a grumbling, it's not my tummy tonight. It is my uh, neighbor, and I will mute myself as soon as I start to hear it, and Will will uh, come to all of our aid. Uh, will, uh, besides what just happened 38 seconds ago how are you doing all right it's uh looking forward to this it's been a long week so it's good to talk some comics and just to, to kind of you know tackle on to what you were saying um you do live in florida so uh yeah I, uh... <laughs> Joey and I—I uh, I hear it's lawless there, right? It's it's it's, it's law adjacent. Uh, it's not lawless. It's law adjacent. It's, it, oh, really, it, it really depends on if Ron DeSantis likes you. If he likes you, then everything you do is legal, and if he doesn't, everything you do is against the law. So, oh, man. you know, as long as you know that going in, I guess that's the way oh, we man. do. Oh, right. We got Shawnee in the chat. Yes, the gang is all here. Hey, it's going to be an all-star group. Um, we got the Pocus Focus uh, fellas in the chat. We got Joey and Allen, and uh, we may have a special guest star a little bit later. Popping. I thought you said I was the special guest star. No, you're, you're already here. Yeah. This is the <laughs> God, I hate this show. Uh, <laughs> yeah. I, I'm listening. Uh, the only reason why, the only reason why I'm here is because I need to know where uh, how I can get one of those pictures back there. Will that's that's all oh. I know. I, I just need to know that. <laughs> that is, um, it's an online place. If you have a picture of your pet, they can put them in different, uh, different poses, and then they paint it that's and fantastic. send it to you. the 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 boys. Got it. That's that's Otis, our basset hound. And strangely enough, as a basset hound, the boys chose the ambassador. Ambassador, mm -hmm. I call it the ambassador instead of the ambassador. But you know, there you go. <laughs> that's fantastic. You're I know right. what I'm know what I'm getting. Uh, I'm getting Alan for the for Christmas. Yeah, I'll, uh, a photo I'll of you. I'll a photo of you. Yeah, a photo of me. Instead of the animal. But, yeah. Mm -hmm. 
I'll find you a link, man. <laughs> Jay, welcome. Yes, good evening to you. Happy to have you in the chat. Um, you know, we usually do those 30-second uh, intros. Well, Alan, I think we're going to let you do the pocus hocus. So if somebody were going to turn themselves around and uh, walk past your booth, how would you get their attention in 30 seconds or less? Hi. <laughs> that would that would bring attention yeah. um okay so i'm gonna read re okay so we want attention and sales yeah oh okay yes. sorry um so good, yeah good hi, attention uh, yeah I, i'm alan dunford uh i'm the co-writer and creator of pocus hocus and grandma chainsaw uh and we try to specialize in uh comedy and horror and some fantasy elements nice yeah. All right. And we have a, a lot of times I will say there by the grace of the Geek Collective, go Will and I. And uh, there is a reason uh, that we have anything to do with the Geek Collective, anything to do with basically if anything in the show seems professional, organized, <laughs> no. well done or um, skillful. Uh, look to the lower right of your screen because it comes from Joey Galvez. Will and I just kind of pop in here. We talk our talkity talks and uh, Joey sets us up to look better than we are. So Joey, you, you guys are, you guys are too kind. That is absolutely not true. You guys are the superstars uh, except for Alan. Alan, yep. I don't know why he's here. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> no, but no, you guys are freaking fantastic. I'm a huge fan of you guys first, right? And and, and I, I love your guys' work. I love Kevin and, and then and then just getting to know you guys together, you know, and, and all the all the cool stuff that you guys have been doing. I was like, I love this. You guys gotta be on my on my network. And you guys were like, Cool, yeah, we could probably turn this into a podcast. And and then I was like, Yes, let's do that. And then uh and then I was like, well, you guys need some intro stuff. So I was just messing around one day and I made that. Uh, it's horrible. <laughs> Number one, it's no, I'm not saying it's horrible. You guys, it looks great, right? <laughs> you, you, you it can, does look great, yeah. But I mean, I, it's my skills have gotten a whole lot better since then is what I'm trying to say. What I what I'm saying is you you can't do the Sports Illustrated uh, swimsuit edition with Norm and Cliff as your models. So you're only working <laughs> with a certain amount of material with your video and we appreciate you making us look at least like you know I, mean, I work uh, with this guy <laughs> i'm just kidding i'm just kidding i'm just kidding <laughs> all no, right but well, no I'm, I'm here for you guys because i'm big fans of you guys uh um uh, your work the the stories that you guys put out the the opportunities that you guys give other people like I, so i was a big i said i if if i can't do anything i want to be a huge advocate for you guys so that's the one the main goal that i was you know thinking about when i was thinking of this this show and making sure that you guys had something cool to look at no, <laughs> so we appreciate it and we're going to get into a did. little bit of the story of the geek collective later but this is a comics crowdfunding show so our super duper extra spectacular super fragilistic guest star alan fantastic, fantastic. To, no 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 <laughs> that ship has sailed you guys already told me i like a special guest i'm already <laughs> checked out of this whole thing so I'm done. <laughs> well we're going to the page whether you're checked out or not it just might be a really <laughs> quiet podcast the people on the video will have something to watch so uh if this gets quiet for 15 minutes go to youtube and uh check out the focus <laughs> 
So, so if in case people missed the last time you were on with Focus Hocus, lead us into uh, what's the world you did, uh, your team, how you guys came together, because I know this is a collection, but this is probably somebody's first time to hear about it. Yeah. Um, so like, like they said, the, the title is Pocus Hocus. And in short, uh, it's about a magician who sells his soul to a demon to have actual magical powers. And if you're still awake through that part, it gets better. um pretty much this is the uh this is the special edition version of the first arc um and it's issues one through four thrown together um and we offer two versions of it we offer the regular trade paperback which is you know everything full color everything and then this is the special edition of it which is our black and white solace edition um we are so happy with that and it's just really a love letter to the team. Um, so we have Brian Belondo, who does our pins and inks. Uh, Jason Smith does our coloring. Dave Lentz does the lettering. Will Radford is my co-writer. And Joey is our PR rep. I knew I knew there was a reason Joey actually came in there. I knew it was this. Oh, I, I like you guys, Will and Kevin. You guys are all right. No, we we need to after we talk about Geek Collective, we we need to talk about a little bit of of the PR work you do as well. To make sure we we don't forget that, Joey, because Will well, yeah, and I will yeah. forget yeah. that. So, um, so you've got you've got the trades, you've got the black and white hardcover, you've got a holofoil cover. Um, one thing I was wondering, do you have any of the floppies left for people to catch up on the ones that have been kickstarted or are those all gone? No. Yeah, we, we still have those. Um, that's something that we and I think we talk about this, you know, when I was on here for even Grandma Chainsaw and for the Pocus stuff, like our main goal is to always cater to fans new and old. Um, and that also means people who may have even missed us just for one campaign. Mm-hmm. So we always try to offer the floppies as an add-on. Yep. See why then, you want to do some black and white with his artwork. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Brian is absolutely incredible and he does better than what we could ever ask for. I think. Mm-hmm. Well, there, there's a whole reason why we, we, we chose this black and white edition. And it's, it's because, you know, in the story, those of you who don't follow uh, Pocus Hocus, uh, when he gets his soul taken away, you know, sorry, spoiler. Um, <laughs> that happens in the first like three pages, I think. Right. Oh, <laughs> man, <laughs> anyway, sorry, I messed up. I should have said that beforehand, right? <laughs> but it, but he, his the whole entire his color is gone, right? Everybody else around him has color, he's the only one without color. So, hence the whole reason why we called this the soul less edition. You know, there's the the whole the color's been taken out of it, but it's the entire first run of the first entire arc, one through four. Uh, we even had Dave Lentz re-letter the whole thing. So yeah, he loved um, that. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> had to go back and re-letter the whole entire thing. So, but we wanted to make sure there were there were some things that that we kind of saw the first time around that you know you know there's always those those things mm-hmm. that you like wish that you can go back and change right. And if you got an opportunity to do it, why not? Right. Mm-hmm. So, so we exactly. kind of took that opportunity. So, <laughs> Joey, a, a quick question. Yeah. I, I, this is probably more for Alan, maybe. Um, yeah. When you say soul less, do you mean soul adjacent? <laughs> oh, my God. Hey, get out of here. <laughs> I can't stand you. <laughs> we'll, we'll come in strong with a yes yeah. end tonight. Yeah, that- <laughs> oh, man. <laughs> 
So um, and also something special about this too, uh, from where you just got to this point, um, we're offering our, our next big campaign that we're doing is going to be the uh, Pocus Hocus 5. So, or 2-1, however you want to look at it. It's our season two, right? Don't be uh, Don't do I know. it. Hey, it's how it's going to be written. I'm sorry. Oh my gosh. Um, but yeah, we're offering an ash can on this as well. It's just oh, for cool. an early preview. I've seen these pages uh, lettered. Oh man, they're gorgeous. And the things that, that these guys do with the, with these books and, and the letter all the way down from the lettering to the coloring, to even the inks that are back in it up the color. You're just like, Oh my gosh, these guys are blowing me away. Well, thank um, you, Joe. I appreciate that. Super this cool. Is, no, no, definitely. this is totally an inside baseball question, but was it <laughs> difficult to get somebody to print a, a trade paperback, a hardcover slash, trade paperback with polyfoil and metal because most people do that for floppies but i don't see it often for hardcovers or trade paperbacks um honestly no oh, um okay. yeah it, we were surprised by that too yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> right. um you know that was something that joey told us early mm -hmm. on he said that he'd never seen uh yeah. a metal cover of a just a paperback and mm -hmm. I got to tell you, it actually turned out way better than what we expected. We were so yeah. happy with it. That's why we brought it back mm -hmm. for this, because we, we tested it on the Pocus Hocus 4 campaign. Okay. Um, mm -hmm. So we decided, hey, let's go <laughs> bring it back for this, because mm -hmm. we were very happy with it. So in case someone else wants to pick up on it. Yeah, they came out really gorgeous. And this, this one here, if you guys can see behind me here, for those who are watching, uh, it, this this one is, is uh, it's actually glow in the dark. It's a metal cover. Um, so of the grandma chainsaw when we had the campaign running for that one as well. So, um, and, and I just, what's cool is everybody, everybody who backed should have already received their, their, uh, packages already. So, very, very and, cool. and I did just notice that if you miss the grandma chainsaw, you can add that on. So mm -hmm. let's, uh, let's not miss a chance to let somebody who might've missed that episode of explain yourself. And if you did, you're going to have to explain yourself because Jesus Christ people, <laughs> <laughs> um, uh, wait a second. I, I believe you missed that episode, Kevin. I'm I'm sorry, but <laughs> Kevin, yeah, you did. Yeah, it was yeah, just feeling myself. I uh, I, I want to say that if you missed the one that I missed, you are an idiot because you got you got those are the ones I listen to. I'm like, oh man, that one guy with the annoying voice is in here. This is kind of nice. <laughs> oh man. Uh, was this my was this my flu miss? I think this was my flu miss. Uh, I'm not sure. I he think just, it was a flu miss. Yeah, he kept that. He uh, he followed HIPAA. He didn't tell anybody. He said that, he said Alan's going to be there. Oh, and he said hell yeah. no. <laughs> Listen, that's how you know. That's how you know that people are in the medical field. They make medical jokes. Gosh, <laughs> I, I, I I had stage three diaper disease that weekend. Yeah. Hey, I have that every day. <laughs> oh man! Oh uh, no, I I think that was the call. <laughs> here, here is I'm gonna um, kind of show you what you guys missed. Had I been on that ever, <laughs> <laughs> so uh, I did everybody a favor missing that episode. Um, so, Grandma Chainsaw, let's let's let everybody know what it is in case they they like me miss that episode. Um. Yeah, I mean, it does what it says on the label, right? <laughs> um, it's um, it's about a serial killer grandma. Um, it's uh, it's kind of our deep delve into slasher horror, dark comedy, the stuff that we absolutely love. Whenever we watch horror movies, you know, this is uh, 
our Texas Chainsaw Massacre meets Evil Dead. Um, just a lot of just it's fun. I I think anyway, uh, and we were so happy with how this one turned out. And it was a tough decision on the team to decide whether we want to do Grandma Chainsaw Two or Pocus Five next. Mm-hmm. But we decided let's go ahead and just do Pocus Five um, because both of them were. It, it was one of those decisions where no page was started yet. The scripts were done for both, mm-hmm. but we were like, ah, let's go ahead and just do Pocus. Uh, let's keep that train going because we also want to continue this story because we're so excited for this. But we we know how crazy Grandma Chainsaw 2 gets because mm-hmm. we finally got out of the way. These are all of our characters and this is the situation. Right. So we get to really cut, no pun intended, we get to cut loose yeah. on, on that one too. <laughs> so um, yeah, this is a way to kind of, if you missed that, to jump in on this. That was a sawful pun, by the way. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, don't worry maybe the chat will be buzzing after all of this Uh, um, what we're still trying to do though um, from where we're starting to get more titles out um, and we're working on more and more things uh, we're hoping to have an ash can as well for Grandma Chainsaw 2 on the Pocus Focus 5 campaign no that's very smart to make every yeah. every campaign feed into the next one that's very smart i like that idea and and what's really cool is is uh i think what we're going to try to do as well is is i'm going to kind of obviously there's that push and pull right but i always want to kind of push and, and encourage these guys to do something a little bit more each time right so with every campaign that we do we kind of push the limits a little bit more mm-hmm. uh, 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 you know from every aspect whether it be you know art wise or or from the writing but also we don't even stop there we also push the limits of our campaigns as well a little bit kind of do things a little bit differently or maybe we even uh come up with some kind of different stuff right we did this time around we did the the glow in the dark metal covers which was Mm. i thought metal covers were cool but man you put them under uh, a black light and they glow it looks even cooler so Uh, the quality um, too of that thing which mm -hmm. you actually have it in your hands is wild like it it feels if I don't know. It feels like you, you paid good money for it. The, the, metal, the metal, metal covers feel substantial. They really yeah. do. They feel. If you guys were a lot cooler, if you were a lot cooler, I'd probably pull it down for you guys. Um, uh, what, what's actually <laughs> nice about it, though, it's the front and back are both metal. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so you know what? The back cover on it too. I think we just. I think we just got guys, cooler. Yeah. You guys we got cooler. It. I'm gonna take the banner <laughs> and the thing down to make you a big. It's not. Listen, it's not gonna come out of the out of the mylar at all. Out of the. But look, okay. there's the. Yeah, and if, I mean, you guys listen. This is not doing it just because the 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 source point press in the back is almost like it's like a, like a like a mirrored uh like texture. Oh, it's cool. It's very cool. And and if you guys have uh if under the black light it kind of glows a little bit, you can kind of see how that kind of does. Yeah. Kind yeah. Kind of. Super happy, but you know, no, it's, you can it's see so it. cool. It's so cool. But but yeah, so that's Grandma Chainsaw. Um, hopefully, I have you guys had a chance to read it yet? I'm not sure. I couldn't remember. I read I read um, the first probably tw- 20 pages. I, okay, I, we're, yeah, we're 28, it. so you're almost I'm there. Into <laughs> I'm into it. <laughs> I'm into it. I liked, I liked uh, where the kids were, uh, not where they were at, but uh, where they were stuck. I, yeah. I, I'm yeah. into it. <laughs> very, very much, you know, remin- reminiscent of all the things that you're talking about and just fun and just... Mm-hmm. She is a freaky, freaky villain, man. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, look at their their tagline. You know, evil has a perm. I mean, yeah. Yeah. 
the listen the, the direction that you, it's going you oh my gosh you guys are you guys don't even know the half of it right now if yeah. you guys think where this is great the direction and and when we're at, on the other side of it you're gonna turn around and be like you're gonna your mind's gonna be <laughs> seriously that's all i can say in the chat jay burns says about uh focus focus uh focus focus sorry this I need to focus. This team is just amazing, and we can't await the next hit. Been on focus since day one, thanks to Dave Lance. Man, when your letter is bringing you in readers, that what, is yeah. awesome. <laughs> Where it's at, yeah. Because well, they, I think they, make what, your, uh, they make your book good already, but to bring in a, a reader as well is just uh, you know. I, I think I, the story that Jay tells is uh, Dave kind of just sent him a list of projects he was working on. Mm-hmm. and uh pocus kind of stuck out a little bit they probably thought what a stupid ass name for a book <laughs> <laughs> and he's like i gotta see what idiots and how bad this thing's gonna be there's something to that though it just sticks out um I, we, we don't do it anymore but i've got a, a book i did with my buddy chris called underwars and it's about a monkey you throw him in men's tidy whities and can immediately talk and kung fu fight because comics you know, and we yeah, were trying not, to figure right? out what, yeah, we were trying to figure out what to call it for a long time. And Chris sent me Underwarms, and it was, I just sent him back a text immediately, uh, no. And then a day later, it's like, growing yes. on me. And then a day later, it has to be Underwars or I'm not doing the book. I just, <laughs> the stupidity, because it's a stupid book, was just like, all right, we're there. Uh, so I, I love a stupid book. I love a stupid title. I'm with you. Yeah. And uh, you know, it's how we felt with grandma chainsaw, right? We, we try to we try to set it up to where, you know, what you're getting yourself into. That's that, the Pat Chand rule, you know, make your log line, your title. So that's yep. very mm-hmm. smart. I, uh, um, I, I, anything in the future, I'm going to, to try to emulate you and Pat because it, it is smart <laughs> to do just like, oh, this is the book you're getting, you know? Yeah. <laughs> um, as as I see one of the books up there that he's doing is Smoke Weed, See the Future. Like Pat knows yeah. what he's doing about Tyler. <laughs> <in his book. laughs> yeah. <laughs> Shawnee <laughs> says that's her new motto because comics. Shawnee, yeah. it is it is yeah. yours to do with as you please. If you can use it for any book, please go for it. Um, but that is one of our pitches, you know, <laughs> talking kung fu fight because comics comics why not (laughs) why not but but yeah so um uh, alongside of that uh also on the campaign we are offering the horse and hell ash can which is just kind of a side story for the origin of pocus's rabbit horse um (laughs) and we are actually now beginning stages on these uh mini series for that which is going to be two issue mini so that's awesome yeah we got we got a lot of stuff coming in the pipeline um and it's it's one of those things where i just uh i would never wish time to move faster but i'm just excited to see it you know what i mean i just want to see that finished product yeah you don't have to wish it it just doesn't i know yeah (laughs) yeah there's horse in hell yay there we go (laughs) yeah illustrated by kit wallace i don't know Kit. that's the first time I've, i've i've heard the name where'd you find them um so dave actually he's worked with kit for a long time kit does a ton of work with garrett gunn at source point um most, his, yep most notably um his new book that came out through uh, scout i believe mr easter and um their, <coughs> their hit good boy the reverse john wick okay. uh Just where yeah where the owner dies oh. and the dog goes on a vengeance killing spree <laughs> so yeah i i absolutely love kit's art and he's been kit is one of those he's been with us since day one 
Um, like whenever we were first getting started and I didn't even know uh, how to find a variant cover artist, Dave found Kit and Kit agreed. And we have just been uh, in communication ever since. That's beautiful. Yep. So Shawnee says she loves Good Boy. It was so much fun. So. Okay. Yeah, perfect. Yeah. So we're we, we're going to have our own Kit Wallace comic, which is awesome. Yeah. Very cool. And I think it's going to be a good contrast to to uh, Brian's dark and, and gritty art uh, that we have for Pocus and Grandma Chainsaw. And then to see yeah. something like Kit's that's kind of uh, larger than life. Uh, mm-hmm. You know, just those, those really just caricatures of life itself. And it's, and it's gorgeous, the, the world yeah. that he already built inside. It's so cool. Yeah. Very cool. Is there any uh, chance that there's going to be a crossover in the future for the Grandma Pocus- Chainsaw and Pocus Hocus? Man, um, we have talked I'm about sure. it, and I cannot confirm nor deny the existence <laughs> of a crossover, especially yeah, for yeah. where we're using the same team. <laughs> it sounds it sounds very strongly like you can't deny it. I know. Um, yeah. <laughs> but we'll just stop right there. <laughs> I don't know. Listen, all you guys got to do is put an earworm in the right guy's ear, and if you and somebody might make it happen. <laughs> nice. That's all I'm saying. So Sha- what we Johnny's here for oh. any more kit art. So we're, yeah. We're, <laughs> well, we we have plenty of it coming. So in kit, yeah. um, yeah. he's graciously done a variant cover for each campaign that we've done too. Mm-hmm. So oh, uh, cool. again, hats off to Kit. Uh, appreciate yeah. him like crazy. That's, cool. that's awesome. That's um, so something that we tried to do, like Joey said, we we always try to do something that's a little bit different. Um, and it's always about audience engagement too. Um, mm-hmm. so something that we wanted to do here was you know, kind of backtracking, you know, 20 minutes ago when we started talking about the Solus edition, we wanted to do something that was fun and different. Um, and we, we never want anyone to ever feel like we're, we're doing like a bait and switch, right? We never want anyone to feel mm-hmm. like, Hey, we're going to release issue four, but then we do a trade campaign by itself. So the trade, the trade was there with it and everything. We had people asking us, uh, when can they get a hardback of the trade? Mm-hmm. That's full color and everything. Well, at the time, whenever we ran it, uh, there was some factors that were happening. Paper was through the roof, um, mm-hmm. and hardbacks for if us. You we, it. If you could yeah, get it, if you could get it, it was through the uh-huh. roof. Yeah, yeah, it was wild, uh-huh. and um, the price of hardbacks was crazy mm-hmm. too. Yeah, and also the time it was going to take you to get a hardback. Mm-hmm. So we made the decision: Hey, let's just do a trade paperback because we we don't want to. Um, feel like we're ever price gouging we always want to stay competitive um and now that the price of that has dropped finally and things are readily available we have the option to do it but we would feel we would feel bad now because we've had a lot of people purchase it so this is kind of uh you know we're what we're going to do is we are going to do a paper or a hardback but it's going to be for the omnibus volume one so that's once we finish the next arc then we're just going to put everything together there. But in the time, you know, for the time being, that's why we decided to go ahead and do the Solus edition because we wanted a hardback uh, for a celebration again for the team and just a love letter. Just thank you to the fans who have been here since day one because we've only been doing this for about like a year and three months now. Yeah. <laughs> and, and it's, I, it's crazy. And I'm, to, and I'm trying to convince them to do the slipcase with that omnibus. So. Yeah. Oh, that's not going to take a lot of convincing. <laughs> um, that and that's another reason too. Stretch goals. Uh, stretch goals. Yeah. So typically, we uh, our our goals are a little bit higher than what this mm-hmm. one is. We set this campaign at five hundred bucks, uh, just because everything that you read 
about launching a Kickstarter, doing crowdfundings, the no-no time is November and December. Like you're not supposed to do it because it's holiday and mm-hmm. everyone actually needs to take care of their families and worry about their stuff before they back your, your hobby. Right. right. Um, so that was something we, again, we just still tried to keep engagement up and just do mm. something that was fun and just kind of also give a peek behind the curtain uh, mm-hmm. just for some of our creative process. And you get to see some of the covers we never used. And it's just, uh, I don't know. It's just, I think it's fun. I think it's cool to actually be able to be like, this is, this is what we do. Yeah, but you're three hundred percent funding, so you're way over the five hundred. You had yeah. the you had it done, except for the relettering. Thank you, Dave Lenz. Yep. Um, <laughs> but you know, like I, I'm I'm sure you you know every, most people like working and uh, doing a job, so I'm sure he wasn't too upset about <laughs> yeah. being getting a job to do something he was pretty comfortable with the yeah. page. He's like, I'm Listen, just gonna that guy, that, that, guy ha- <laughs> that guy has no shortage of jobs right now. He's yeah. like, he's lettering <laughs> yep. half of the all the all the books that are on Kickstarter right now. Most of the, <laughs> half of everything that's going on over at Source Point, like he's doing most. I think he's doing all the fiends stuff, right? Oh yeah, he's yeah. He's, so, he's part of the. He is one of the fiends. So. So, yeah. <laughs> so yeah. Well, hey, I've got a, I got a quick question for you about your collected editions. Um, mm-hmm. How how far is Pocus Hocus going to go? You said you know season two is coming. Yep. How many seasons are you thinking that there are going to be? See, it's so wild, right? Because whenever we started this thing, um, mm-hmm. again, it it was it's just a hobby. It was just something mm-hmm. for Will and myself to do to try to stay sane during COVID because we wrote the script in 2020. Uh, and that's mm-hmm. when we started really putting the ideas for everything so together. Yeah, I don't. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, and originally, Pocus was only going to be like four to six issues. Um, mm-hmm. And then it, after issue one, issue two, the leap that we had was insane. And it was one of those like, oh, crap, people actually like this. <laughs> now we have to try. Yeah, for you. <laughs> I, so, um, like I said, the then once we actually started really... You sound like Kurt Cobain, it, you know, like I you know, got right? your dream come true and you're pissed about it. I'm so angry. No, <laughs> um, it's been... Oh, this man. has been like a, 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 a world unexpected, right? I, I never would have thought, you know, two years ago I would be meeting all these great comic book creators and everything. And it's, it's just crazy how uh, unexpected life can be. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, so then uh, now we're actually able to look at everything and see where we're going. So uh, we already have this planned out for four arcs already. Um, okay. Well, oh, t- two arcs, I should four, say. Four, four issues four, each. Yeah, yes. Um, and we, we already have a really good grasp of where we're going. And, and that's one of our things mm-hmm. too. We always like to try to plan ahead. Um, and this campaign was, was no short of that either. This has been the most difficult campaign to do updates for because everything's done. (laughs) We're just (laughs) waiting for the campaign to end so we can, we know how much to order, uh, for the hardback. And that is a terrible Kickstarter update. Hey guys, just yeah. waiting for this end. Yeah, I know. Like it sounds, it sounds more doom and gloom than what I mean for it to be, right? Like, but it's uh, yeah. it's actually a good thing. You yeah, know, you're it's chopping like, at the bit to get it yeah. to the people, but it's hard to relay that in an update. Yeah, it's like you know, I just want to be like, God. I mean, because literally, we just got, uh, we just finished the ash can today. Um, mm-hmm. We just got to put it to. We just have to do the build for it and then order it. 
we're done. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you know, done. like that was the only thing that wasn't finished yet. Just a small there, goal from Jay. The fans need you to get Pocus to invincible numbers of volumes, then you can stop. Yeah. So just, <laughs> I mean, why don't you just do the okay. Cerebus 300 issues? You know, just kind yeah. of yeah. like okay, you're right. create, gonna... create the number of issues and then write to it. Yeah. How many spinoffs? We, yeah. need, we need spinoffs. Yeah, spin off from everything. <laughs> but yeah, like like I was talking about it with Joey too. I was like, Joey, it sucks because like I have people reaching out wanting to do cross promotion updates, and I love cross promoting with people. But I'm like, mm-hmm. oh God, what am I gonna say in my update? Because like <laughs> like I said, everything's like as soon as the campaign's over with, guess what? Check your inboxes. All the PDFs are coming straight to you. Like, <laughs> <laughs> and then literally cool. we're going to the printers and we're just waiting then. Sean yeah. is here for you. The next update, four bells and all is well. That is That's all. all. <laughs> I'm like, that might be it. Really cool uh, campaign. Uh, <laughs> yeah. each other. Smoke weed and see what you think. <laughs> oh, God. Oh, man. So, he needs an so, spin spinoff. I don't think anyone yeah. wants that, Jay. Oh, no. <laughs> we would be oh, X-rated man. then. Oh, man. <laughs> Oh, there's a there's an ex-president that do very well with the Niven spinoff. <laughs> oh man! All right, let's let's uh, take a, a slight pivot. Um, and no, this is all about me. Okay, <laughs> okay. <laughs> you you are our super fridge, Elijah, Elijah, star. You get to make the rules. So, Joey. Yeah. Let's 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 go back about I don't know. I don't know how many years. So the first oh. time I heard of you was the Two Scout Geeks podcast. Mm-hmm. And then you did House of Indy. And mm-hmm. so how did you get into podcasting first? What 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 led you into podcasting? And then we're gonna get into the Geek Collective at the end of this journey. Yeah, yeah. So I mean I loved listening to podcasts. That's what got me into podcasting. And then, you know, obviously listening to them. And then I, 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 I was working like three jobs at the time trying to make ends meet right now. And, and uh, one of the jobs was dishwashing. And I had the late night dishwashing, you know, spot. So I would just put on my, my music sometimes. And there was really nobody there but me in the back and maybe some of the cooks. So I would just throw on my some podcast and then just listen to comic book podcast. And I was like, I could totally do this. Right. And <laughs> I would like drive one of my buddies home and we literally talk about pod, like talk about comic books the whole entire way home. Mm-hmm. And I was like, dude, this is a podcast, right? Like anybody else, <laughs> this is a podcast. Let's do it. And, and we did. But I was like, he was he was he, he didn't want to do not do it anymore. And I was like, I'm totally doing this. So I went out and bought me like one of those uh, Amazon $99 uh, podcast kits. <laughs> and, and I was like, all right, well, I'm going to just do this. And I like would uh, I went out to and like bought like every single book that uh, that I that I liked that came out that week. And I just read them and reviewed them. Not really reviews, but I was just kind of like randomly talking about them. <laughs> this is dope. I paid 15 bucks a month and I put it out on, on, on one of those hosting sites and, and that was it. And my, a, a buddy of mine, uh, <laughs> like one person listened to it. And then he invited me to be a part of his podcast. 
Um, from there, that podcast was called The Bat Pod. It's still going on now, so if you guys want to listen to podcasts, head on over to your favorite podcast player and you know look up The Bat Pod. Um, my buddy, it's all about uh, Daredevil? Uh, yeah. Right. <laughs> <laughs> Moon Knight. It's all about Moon Knight. <laughs> we would read every Bat book that came out each week, and we would talk about it. Um, they just hit, I think they just hit their uh, 100th episode. Um, I, I finished around like the 20 something episode and I went off and did my own thing. Um, and then since then, man, I've just, I just been loving podcasting. I got an opportunity with some friends, uh, to create our own podcast network. They kind of was, were doing their own thing. He has his podcast going crazy right now. It's like blowing up and he didn't have time to, to, you know, handle the, the network. And he asked me to do it. Mm-hmm. And eventually he re- he reverted the rights over to me. And that's how I acquired the, the network. Um, at that time, it was under a different name. It was called 143 Podcast Network. We renamed it to the Geek Collective. And here we are today. So cool. Yeah. And so how, how do you, um, obviously, there's not very high standards because Will and I are on this, but how do you pick shows to be on the Geek Collective? Uh, because I, I know, like, you know, there's, some of them are a little better. I'll let you name them. Um, I've, got, I've got one in mind. Uh, Blake's Buzz kicks, kicks our butt every week uh, up and down the, uh, the stairs. But um, so how do you... Blake's you know, awesome. Yeah, great, great dude, great, great podcast. I, listen, I, I, I just, um, you know, if they do very well, if they are advocates for the comic book community, uh, probably not, you know, comics gators, <laughs> and, and uh, and uh, and you know, just you know, have fun doing what they do with their love, and and you know what I mean. We, we, uh, give people the availability to to make some money off. It's not a lot, right? Because you got to make some really great numbers in order to do hit, right. get some really good uh, money out of this, which is you can do if you got something that people want, right? So yeah. um, I made a mistake paying Will three thousand dollars a month to do this. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> wow! But, but but hey, Will, hey, did you see the the dog painting that he bought? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, there you go. Hey, no, like, I mean, you don't get into you made I, on I top on that one. <laughs> I'm not sure if you get into podcasting to make money if you do like like get into podcasting or, or doing this just yeah. find something that is worth doing cuz that's what Will and I started this. We're like, "Hey, let's do a live. Our Kickstarter mm-hmm. are live. Let's do a live." And then yeah, his closed and he's like, I'm coming back. I was like, heck yeah. And I still had like two weeks left. Yeah. And then <laughs> mine ended and I said, you know, you came back and there's no reason I can't come back. And we did it the next week and, you know, we haven't stopped, yeah. Yeah. Uh, you know, so it's and that's when I noticed it. <laughs> it, it just doesn't matter. It, yes, we, we'd all love to we'd all love to have our stream yard um, payments covered. And that but, will happen uh, very soon. Yeah. I've got I've got a plan for you guys, and I got a plan. I have a plan for you guys, and I have some stuff in the works. I'm gonna pitch your guys' show to a live uh, broadcast network, who will then you guys don't have to pay for Streamyard, and Ooh. if we can get somebody to stay up late for you, it might be me. Who knows? <laughs> and we can uh, 
we can uh you guys it will come with a producer so you guys don't have to push the buttons in the background anymore so i'm working on it so that that's also but that's the perks of having a podcast network right uh, you have that those are the things that happen right uh and and that's one of those things that look into a, a, a podcast right i look and see if they're great people and if they say hey listen this is just me running this podcast thing, right? This is just me over here. I'm the only employee. And, and so you got to bear with me to, to help you out eventually, you know, yes, I know you're probably paying for your stream yard right now, but eventually we're going to get to a point where we can get you free stuff that way. Right. So you, so just, Guys, with us. you know what? It happened again. We're getting closer. Oh, oh. We made we, it. We have, oh, we have, good. Spam. <laughs> we have sex spam Did they the back car? my campaign. I, I, yes, I'm sure they did. Yeah. You guys have a sex bot. We uh, have a sex bot in the in the YouTube chat, so we. That's how you know have, you made it. We have yeah. got on the algorithm, and I, you uh, know what? It, I bet you it's Alan's arms. Arms. He's got new ink, and he's been showing it off. I don't know if you guys have been seeing his fake yawn. He's a, so I don't know. Uh, <laughs> we can't even see it. <laughs> <laughs> I do want to say, if you're watching or listening, I hope you have- uh, evil dead tattoos. Yeah. No, listen, I told him, listen, this is the thing. I told him, I, I, in the beginning of, of uh, like the Pocus campaign, I told him, listen, every show that I do with you, I'm going to make it a point to bring up your arms. <laughs> and, I did every, <laughs> and I do every single episode. So that, it's a, it's He's a like Memento. Run. He gets a tattoo for every backer. So, guys, yeah. just pop, in, pop in for a dollar and we're going to get them covered. I mean, they're also sexy arms, man. Look at he, he does not skip arm day ever. Oh my gosh. No, you can't skip it, man. <laughs> so but, Jay yeah. says podcasts and helping out the indie Kickstarter community. Joey gonna be too humble, so I'll brag on him. Best in the business. So no, no, no. Thank you, Jay. No. I listen, I do this because I love comics. I do this because I love podcasting. And that's why I've created the the House of Indie, because I wanted to to talk to comic book creators. And and the one thing that I did, you know, setting out was to find out one question and it was, how do you create comic books? I want to know how you and, and every single person that I've that I've interviewed and I've, it's probably hundreds by this point that 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 every single one, not one answer was ever the same. And, and and I've had people on the show multiple times, and they had different answers the next time they they came back. Yeah. So so that's why I wanted to learn. You know what? I wanted to figure out how that to do that because I want to be a comic book creator one of these days, and I want to learn from the best. So I was like, why how why not do it by by free? You know, sliding into people's DMs and getting free interviews and <laughs> buy that stuff. Right. We all are trying to go in the same direction, but in a, you know, some of us are swimming freestyle, some of us are swimming butterfly, some of are doggy paddling, and that's that's fine too. You know, it's like you just try to move in the same direction of have an idea, make an idea, and if you can get that idea to another human, and if one other person reads your book, you're a success. Actually, no, if you finish your book, you're a success. doesn't matter if somebody else reads yeah. it. Like, like the, the making the thing is huge. And then I, my buddy, Doug Michelle, he doesn't do comics anymore. He refused to make money off of it. He would go to Kinko's, print off his zine, oh, yeah. stapled it together, and he would mail it to you if you asked for it. And he would refuse his postage. Mm-hmm. 
-hmm. it, 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 it turned him off to think of making money for it. Monkey Squad One is one of the funniest books I've read. <laughs> it's hilarious. And I love it. He doesn't do it anymore because it stopped bringing him pleasure, but it was great. And he, he didn't want to make money. It was like he was so punk rock, it made him angry to think of making money. Um, but awesome. and it's it's great. Like seriously, people look up Monkey Squad One. It's probably still on the internet somewhere. But um, it, that and then we brought up Pat Shand um, earlier. Pat Shand is just kicking ass and and taking uh, so far four hundred and thirty two names on Smokeweed <laughs> See the Future and. You know, like that's great too. It's wherever you are in the journey, just make your thing mm -hmm. and hopefully someone will read it. And it's one, yeah. a thousand. That's awesome. Well, I mean, you make a good point, Kevin. It's the, the, the making of the thing. I mean, that's, that's uh -huh. why we, yeah. we do it. We want to make the thing, but, and I'm sure I potentially speak for maybe more than just myself when I say that one of the things that I don't like about doing comics is all the stuff that's not comics that I have to do to be able to make the comics, mm -hmm. which is kind of where Selling a certain joy at the or, oh, Geek sorry. Collective comes in and, you know, helps promote because promotion and marketing, I think is, is really a, not necessarily a blind spot, but something that's probably, Hey puppy, uh, <laughs> <laughs> something that, you know, maybe a lot of us, a lot of us comics creators don't necessarily like to do or like to spend the brain power on, you know, it's, it's like, yeah. I want to, I want to make the book, but I got to mm. do all of this other stuff. <laughs> make yeah, the book. And, and you're absolutely right. And the, and the stuff that I do, it's not rocket science, right? It's not anything brand new. It's, it's stuff that everybody's done or anybody, you know, and, and maybe I'm this, I'm probably not selling my, my, myself, <laughs> but no you need a PR person. Yeah, <laughs> I, 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 know I know a guy. I know a guy. No, but honestly, honestly, I'm gonna be, I'm gonna be truthful. It's, it's, but it, but it's the fact that you know, do you have the time? I, I give you guys the time to be creative, right? And I take all that other stuff off your, off your shoulders, so that I can hold, hold, you know, take some of that burden while you guys are focusing on the story, focusing on what, where it's going to go and, and, and the quality of it. And, and because, you know, obviously, you know, this is, we want to be successful at this, right? Yeah. I, I'm punk rock too, but listen, I got a family to feed. I got, I got mouths to feed. So I got to make some kind of success mm -hmm. out of this. Otherwise I got to get a real job. So, yeah. you know, I got, I got to figure out how to do it. And, and if that means that I, 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 you know, beg other people to do interviews with me and tell me their secrets, then that's what I'm going to do. <laughs> so, man, that's what I do. So, no, yeah, you're absolutely right. You, you know, I take the, those, that burden off your shoulders and kind of kind of help you out. And, and, and uh, that's why I like working with, with Alan, like, uh, you know, Sometimes I come at him with with some stuff. He's like, "No, that's dumb." And then he's like, "No, actually, that that out, man, I might work. Let's let's work with that a little bit." And my initial reaction is to always tell you you're dumb. He basically saves time, right? No, seriously, yeah. he, he thought this idea, the Solus edition, was like, ah, uh, I don't know. And then he thought thought about it. He stayed on the phone with me long enough. If you get on, the, listen, I'm a closer, man. If I can get you on the phone or if I can get you on video, I'm going to close the dang deal. 
But <laughs> so, so I, I said, okay, I kept him on the phone long enough, and he, boom, here we go, Solus Edition. <laughs> so it was, it's the way it goes, man. No, I'm just kidding. Um, but, um, but yeah, it's, uh, I, I kind of, I just want to make sure that, uh, you know, I'm, I'm being an advocate for everybody that I, that I come in contact with. And that's kind of, kind of my key thing that I've always wanted to, because that's the one thing that I looked for when I was a podcaster and, and, uh, you know, there were some horrible things that happened with another podcast network. And then I sought out the, you know, people who had the same kind of mindset that I did. So, um, and that's kind of what I seek out, you know, I guess I've, if I'm answering the, the question you asked like a million years ago. So <laughs> but that's well, you know, like, I, sorry. It's, you know, I, I feel like as, as indie comics, people, all of us um, reinvent the wheel every day. It seems like, you know, and, you know, Take me for instance. My my first campaign was a horrible bomb because I didn't realize I needed to build my community before I launched. You know, <laughs> really smart stuff. But someone had been there before me who knew what to do, and I was able to learn. You know, Tyler James. We bring up Tyler, mm-hmm. you know, a lot, mm-hmm. and I was able to learn what you know he had already accomplished and not make those same mistakes. Now that doesn't mean I didn't make any mistakes. I made all new mistakes. Mm-hmm. Yeah, <laughs> but uh, you know. I think that, you know, as an indie community, the more we communicate, the more we save people from having to keep reinventing that wheel or that square thing that they put on their cart, you know, or whatever they want to call it. Right. (laughs) But there's always that fun person who you can see them making a mistake and you advise them about it and they tell you that they know wrong. And I'm not going to lie. I'm petty. I'm like, great. (laughs) Rock That's on. <laughs> and 80% of the time I'm right, but 20% of the time they were right. But those other 80% of the time, I'm a, I'm a petty little man. I'm like, yeah. You, you didn't want advice, huh? All right. All right. All right. I see you. I, see you. <laughs> I love I love cr- cr- constructive criticism, man. Like there's like I learned a lot from these guys. Like like putting this stuff together, uh like in the background stuff, like doing putting the, the Kickstarters together. And creating graphics and stuff, like I'll be like, "Hey, you know, Dave, what's this?" Because I know Dave's my go-to guy with the graphics, right? And he's like, "No, that's I, I, the, my first reaction is like, uh, don't don't let me don't let me hear it, Dave, because I know you're gonna hate it." And he does. He hates every single thing that I. My first initial thing that I send, he makes sure that he tells me how much he hates it, and then, but then he, you know, gives me some pointers. Says, "Try this, this, and this. Put this here." And this is the reason why it's not like, you know, you're a horrible person. Get away from me and leave it alone. <laughs> yeah. it gives me the answers. And and that's yeah. what a great teacher does. Right. You know, Alan does the same kind of stuff, too, with with like storytelling and, and stuff, too. It's like, yeah, that's great idea, but it might not work the, it, because of this. And mm-hmm. and I think I think when you have a cohesive team like that, who, who uh, you know, just knows how to work that way in that manner and then they come together it's an even bigger and better thing i think and if you can find something like that uh you know and and recreate that within your own team man that's awesome because that's that's like you know striking you know if we're going to go back to reinventing the wheel or creating the wheel you know it's like finding creating fire right Mm -hmm. the first time absolutely well you know and 
I'm being, sorry, go the ahead. Being, the being able to listen to your collaborators and and let the snowball like get larger as you all push it up the hill is something that we we all need to learn because you know I, 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 something came up in uh, this week where I was like someone was saying hey it was, it was Pat Shan saying hey be your biggest um, spokesperson talk your mm-hmm. sh- shit and I was like yeah it's great it's just I know that I turn in a script that I like and then my editors and Ludo um, give me their advice and then that script is better. It, it might be 10% better. It might be 99% better. Yeah, even if but it's, it's always better, yeah, right? It's uh-huh. better. Then, then Ludo's art comes in and the story is another jump up and then he colors oh, yeah. it and then DC letters mm-hmm. it and it's mm-hmm. each time. So I can't get too cocky about me <laughs> writing a book when I know where it started and I know where each level it got better. Now I can be cocky about the book. I can be like, my book is great. You should read my book because it's awesome. But I can't be cocky about me because I know I know where I started and I know where the book got to because of the whole team. So it's the collaborative nature of comics that I think makes yeah. it great. But if you That's- are that one man shop, I also respect the hell out of it if you can do it all and still be good. So that's kind of what we we try to pride ourselves on. Uh, you know, I worked with the same team on Pocus and immediately moved them over to Grandma Chainsaw, and we already have a couple other things that we're already bouncing ideas off of each other for. Uh, I just love working with these guys, right? Mm-hmm. And it's it is a you know Joey's in our chat, so he gets to see kind of how everything happens. But it's just it's a really smooth, cohesive unit where everyone wants to make the best possible comic that we all can make together Mm -hmm. and that's why i always try to give them as much credit as possible because i know i would not be talking to you guys right now if Mm -hmm. it wasn't for brian jason and dave yeah yeah gotcha well that's super true because we didn't want to talk to you yeah i get it yeah yeah the other guys are just unavailable it happens (laughs) you know it it really comes down to i think um ego Mm -hmm. because you have to separate yourself Mm -hmm. from your work and understand that as as good as i can make it right now there are always ways to improve it Mm -hmm. and you know so getting criticism of the work is not getting criticism of you and that's that's you know i I say that's what you need to do but it's it can be a very difficult thing you know as you're when you're just starting out is to to say this is not me this is my work but they they hated my baby right (laughs) this is not this is not cool so, you know, you know, like Kevin says, working with an editor, you know, where the script gets better and then mm-hmm. then it gets interpreted by an artist mm-hmm. and they bring, mm-hmm. you know, so much more to the table, you know, like, well, this is how I imagine this shot here. And they turned in this thing, which is about a thousand times better than I even thought of. That's awesome. And then, you know, yeah. it gets lettered, uh, you know, working with, um, Grant Fowler, who's, you know, the letter on crossover division, but also he does Kickstarter design. You know, that was something that uh, was really great to be able to say, oh my God, he's done, you know, probably hundreds of campaigns at this point. Cool. <laughs> you know, he's going to do, he, he's going to do it. Great. I don't have to worry about that now. So, you know, it's, it's you know, I, I think Joey's, you're, you're right. You know, it's, it's about giving time back, you know, 
or as a creator, it's about trying to make sure that you can focus on this stuff. And if you can hand stuff off to someone else, which is not, and you don't enjoy doing that anyway, then it's a win-win, you know, it, it just, it works. So I'm going to put our super fudge, Sally, the great guest star on the hot seat. <laughs> how do you, so how do you figure out, so you're a part of a writing team. Um, how do you figure out when, when someone wants to make a change and you feel like it isn't better? How, how do you navigate when someone comes back and says, oh, this is good, but I want to do this, but you don't feel that it's the right um, turn? How do you navigate those waters? Oh, no, dude, I'm a total trench bull. I'm right. You're wrong. I'm big or small. <laughs> That's just how we, we navigate it. Everyone just knows. Like, <laughs> no, you, need, um, you need to have one of those on the team, so it's nice to know who it is. Um, so realistically uh when it comes to the writing process i i I genuinely feel like kind of everyone's involved um Mm -hmm. because you know will and i we we get together we hammer out a script and knock on knock on all the wood i can find um (laughs) we have never had an argument um it's cool because i i think from where will and i have been very close friends you know since high school it really helps us and we both understand where each other's going and we know each other's strengths and weaknesses. Mm-hmm. So um, Will's really good at pulling me back down to earth because sometimes I feel like my ideas just get too big and I'm good at bringing out his creative side because Will's strength is just with character drama. So I'm, I'm better at making him world build. So it's, mm-hmm. it's just kind of stuff like that. But um I think where we have the sometimes the biggest pushback is whenever it comes to the lettering process, because not everything you, you write is going to make it to the page. And I think mm-hmm. some people you do need to realize that you, you need to know that sometimes you can be too wordy. Uh, sometimes the art is telling more than what your words need to. Um, mm-hmm. Or whenever you actually sit down and read it, you're like, wow when you actually see it in comic book form, this is really stupid. Why did I write this? Um, but I, I, I think that whenever we do oh, that, um, cause I've had Dave come back and be like, this, this doesn't make any sense now, now that this is drawn this way. And mm-hmm. you really just have to check your ego and really think about what's better for the project. Because Dave's been doing this for years. I want mm-hmm. someone to tell me I'm wrong because mm-hmm. that's the mm-hmm. only way I can improve. Mm-hmm. Um, so I, I know it's kind of like, I, I don't, I don't feel like I'm really answering the question too much, but we haven't really come, come into that yet because everyone, like I said before, everyone's just on the same page. And if someone feels strongly enough about something, just like, I don't like it. And it's, and everyone is, it's where it's just a democracy. So if someone mm-hmm. says, Hey, I don't like it. We're all like, Oh, okay. Well, what would make you happy with it? What can we do mm-hmm. to change it? And then we always yeah. seem to come to a happy medium. Mm-hmm. Well, Will, I'll put it to you because your your editor, James Powell, is a heck of a writer himself. Mm-hmm. And James editing, you know, like I've worked with him with you a little bit, is seems to be, really be um, in a good way, kind of trying to trying to poke the holes to find out if they're really holes. So, how yeah. do you when it, when he's coming back? How do you decide? They're all valid. Well, criticism yeah what are the ones that you're going to really change because he says it and what are the things that you're going to go okay no this is the way it's going to be and maybe i can tweak this to make it make more sense 
most of the time, I mean, I, I really see where he's coming from and I'll go, okay, that, that really makes sense. And okay, I can change this and move it around. I think there's been one or two times where I'm like, I understand what you're saying, but mm-hmm. this is the reason that I feel the character would do this and say this mm-hmm. and this. Because it's a, it's a weird balance to fight for your story, right? Yeah, mm-hmm. exactly. And, yeah. and, and the great thing about James is he's, he's very insightful. So he'll, he'll, you know, zero in on like, you know, that doesn't make sense. I'm like, huh. You're absolutely right. Ha, sorry. Uh, so, so it's your job to make it. Sometimes it's your job to make it make sense as opposed to change that thing. You can, yeah. you can go back three pages to make it make sense. Exactly. Yeah. Or something like that. Because there are, there are really, you know, the whole issue is not gold. Every, every word that I write is not gold. Oh, um, yes, it is. Don't you yes, say that. You got to keep your chin up or else your crown's going to slip off your head, King. Thank you. Um, <laughs> but um, I, I really try to, I, I think it really is kind of about picking your battles. You know, I, I mean, if, you know, if I, if there are, you know, looking through the, the Google doc sheet and, you know, there are 30 different comments or 40 different comments. Yeah. Okay. Yes. That's misspelled. Yeah, I'm an idiot. Okay, bomb, bomb, bomb. Okay, <laughs> wait a minute. This is this is talking about. By the, by the way, about- if you're an editor, if you're an editor, <laughs> I'm going to tell you this, and you're editing a piece. If something's misspelled, just fucking fix it. <laughs> yeah. Don't try to misspell. Oh my god. <laughs> Sorry. Like I'm like. It's okay. like I promise you, I don't want a misspelling. Yes, in my comic book, you have exactly. my permission. You don't. You don't need to check me if I wrote it separately. Separate. Yeah. Like, fix it. Yeah. It's fine. <laughs> Sorry, that's my own. You're life. absolutely right, uh, but um, you know, it's and you know, for the most part, most books, you know, maybe I'm going to completely agree with James because he's yeah. he's a really really good editor. Mm-hmm. But I think uh, I think there was a scene in in Crossover Division Five because we were working through that recently before I could hand it off to Pablo, where he was he was talking about uh, what the characters were doing or what the what they were saying and why they were saying it, and I was like, well, I kind of want this because it makes sense from my perspective of the way they would you know and the way they would behave and the way they would speak. And, um, you know, we went kind of back and forth a little bit and he, I think helped me crystallize why I thought it was important and make it a little bit better than, you know, was still going in the direction that, you know, that he was questioning originally until he basically forced me to, to kind of justify it. And I think that's a really good thing because, uh, if I don't feel the need to justify it, then I'll just change it. But if it's something that's important, I think to the story at whole as a whole, or even future stories, then I do need to justify it. And that's, that's kind of the, the good job that he does. I think. Yeah. It, 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 there are times where w- what's in your head isn't on the page and you don't realize it. And that's yeah. what a good editor does for you. Um, or, or, you know, I've, I've had a thing where uh, I wrote something and both I got uh, things back from my artist Ludovic and my editor Cassie saying, 
hey, I see what you were trying to do here. And it was um, not right for this reason. And I read them both mm -hmm. and I was like, oh, you're both totally right. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. scrap, scrap all eight pages and I'm going to <laughs> go back into this and, and do it with what you both it's easy when two people tell you <laughs> independent <laughs> of each other, but, but yeah. it, was, it was like, Oh great. Like, Oh, this is why I've got to listen. And there are times where people will say, I don't understand this. And I'm like, well, it's because you're an idiot. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> yeah, and it, it's, I think it's just important to, I think it's important to listen to your collaborators. Um, mm -hmm. And also be a proponent for, your own vision in a way that we're all working to make the best book possible yep. that we've agreed to make at the outset. You know, it's, it's, it's a, it's a push pull. Nobody's going to be perfect. Nobody's going to be, you know, except Alan. I mean, Alan sounds pretty great, yeah. <laughs> but, but it, it's, it, you know, we're, we're finding it and stuff, but it's, it's it, that collaborative process, even, even if you're like, Butting heads is a lot of fun because usually, you know what? What's that? You know, like two two plates coming together make a mountain. You know, it's like and that mountain's yeah. beautiful, <laughs> uh, but but what happens when they hit kind of isn't. You know. So. Yeah. <laughs> well, you know, Alan mentioned you know something when when he was talking about this the uh, the process itself, right? You know, you know, I'll I'll. And, and this is this is the way I work, which is really weird. I know I have always written in Microsoft Word. So I will write the script in Microsoft Word. I will then upload it and we'll make it a Google Doc at that point so that editing is mm -hmm. seamless and easy. And then we'll go through the process and, you know, we then will create a uh, a version of the script for for the letter for Brandt letter you know that just has the the letter you know just the stuff that he needs to letter not the just the panel number and this is what goes in that panel he doesn't need the descriptions because you know he doesn't have to deal with that do you before but, you go do you do that before or after the artist finished um we i usually do it after the art is finished i think you know because then i can also make some changes as i look as i'm looking at the art but once he letters it at that point then we all do another pass on it because we want to make sure that, you know, one, I mean, and, and this is something that I, I think maybe a lot of, you know, first time creators probably struggle with is that you can't fill up the page with the words. You got to leave a little bit of room for the art. Okay. Just let it breathe. Yeah. yeah. So, you know, count, counting your words, you know, I, I love, I think I've mentioned this a lot of times that, uh, you know, Alan Moore interview where he's talking about counting his words and he gives, you know, actual numbers and, you know, breaks it down so you can divide the panels up and, you know, this mm -hmm. many panels, this many words per, you know, speech bubble and all those things. Mm -hmm. um, but the great thing about Brandt is that, you know, as a designer, he's going to put things around, you know, where he thinks they need to go. Mm -hmm. And, but if, if he's seen the script from the beginning, which is, you know, what you say involving the entire team, mm -hmm. you know, he, he's already got an idea because he's seen the script that Pablo's got or, or that Alice got, and he knows what it's, you know, 
he's been there every step of the way. So he kind of knows what we're going for. And he's caught us a few times where, you know, well, hey, this doesn't, you know, this, this didn't make it, you know, it, it made it by me. It made it by James. It made it by everybody. And he's like, well, we got to fix this here. And so having the whole team working together like that is, is just great. I mean, when you're all pulling in the same direction, mm-hmm. you can really mm-hmm. get some things done. Yeah. 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 So do you, so I, there was a question somewhere buried in there. Do you guys do a letter or script? I think is where I was going with that. I don't know. <laughs> uh, no. So what we do, it's the the script that we write and finish. We just send it over, and it's the same script that everybody gets. Mm-hmm. Gotcha. Yep. Even I get it for for yep. for even with with the with the Kickstarter and stuff. They send all that stuff to me beforehand so that I know what I'm selling. Right. I have yep. to know the storyline gotcha. and all that good stuff. And that is one of the big key uh, things that that I think. You know, if you're going to, you know, obviously salesman tactic, right? You got to know the product inside and out, upside down and and backwards, right? Uh, in order to sell the thing, and then you got to learn how to fix it too, right? So, <laughs> so kind so, of, so, so that's that's kind of what I do. You know, I kind of just, you know, figure out how to how to kind of sell that thing, and and uh, and with their help, obviously, everything is already gorgeous, so it's really easy to kind of just sell it, just kind of. You know, and it's uh, it's fun it. then too to actually get the questions from Joey, like, "Hey, can I talk about this?" No, you can't. That's a <laughs> you know, spoiler. Yeah, yeah. yeah. It's just, Come and on. that's what makes it fun, right? <laughs> yeah, yeah. Ludo and I for Tart Fifteen had decided uh, together that we were going to keep one character's reemergence a secret. Uh, very important to the issue, but wanted it to be a, a, a secret, and we were we decided that we were going to. Uh, you know, not not market that at all, but we'd let the demon be seen, and then the variant cover has that character on it. So I think we've changed our um, <laughs> tactics. Our, our tactic <laughs> in that, no spoilers for this one. Um, <laughs> but the cover that Ludo uh, gave is so friggin' awesome that I'm like, it's fine. <laughs> we're gonna let you the know. artists de- work on uh the uh marketing yeah and that's what's such so much fun about you know as a writer working in comics is that you get to work with all these great artists mm-hmm. you know mm-hmm. and and you know kevin and i have talked about this a lot you know it's when you know uh, ludo is uh, in France. Uh, Alice, who did the the last two issues of Crossover Division, well, the one that we're about to print, she did three and four. She's also in France, so that you know we can we they've they've sent the script, and maybe we talk to them during the day, and we send them an email or something. And in the morning, there's an email with art in it. It's like freaking Christmas, right? Mm-hmm. <laughs> you yep. know, uh, yeah. I get to open up this art packet. What is this? This is awesome. <laughs> Yeah, Al- Alan I mean, sent over uh, Alan sent over some art today, and it, before it went to the letter. So, and that's what's the cool thing to get to get to see too is you get to see everything from like inception, right? You can see kind of the notes, and you can see the 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 script a little bit, and then you see it go to the to the inks, and then the the colors, and then and then eventually the letters, and you're just like, oh my gosh, this is so cool to kind of watch it all happen, like right in front of you. It's a really cool process. Yeah, and then you know you get to the the printing, and the printing is actually that was a question yeah. I had for for you guys. Where where are you having the books printed, or do you mind telling yeah, us where you have uh, the books? Yeah, Comics Wellspring. Comics Wellspring, cool. Yeah, they they have been awesome. Like, 
uh, as timely as they can be given, you know, paper shortages and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. Yeah, very awesome. easy to work with. Um, you know, and not everything's perfect. We, we've had messed up orders before, um, but they have always been so good about getting us replacements or what we need immediately. Mm-hmm. And, and I feel Excellent. like that's, I th- sometimes I think people kind of shy away from it because they don't want to talk about the bad, you know, when it comes to printing and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. But I, I think that's the, the true merit of a company that you're dealing with, mm-hmm. with how do they deal with their bad? Yeah. Yeah. And yeah. And that's awesome. the biggest thing with customer service, right? You need to know how to turn a customer around. That's the first thing that I learned when in customer service is, is there you're going to have to encounter the bad stuff. It's just, you know, when you're dealing with the business, that's what happens. So mm-hmm. you need to learn how to handle that in a, in a positive way that makes the, the consumer on the other end who, you know, obviously put yourself in their position, but you need to let they need to walk away with a big smile or saying, wow, I'm going to always come back here because of that mistake. Right, mm-hmm. you're, and you're and, and wild, right? To think that there are people going to come back because of a mistake, but it was because of the way you handled that mistake. Yep, absolutely, mm-hmm. absolutely. Um, so, um, tell you what, let's. Uh, it looks like Kevin had to take the dog somewhere. So, <laughs> um, that means I'm in charge. <laughs> Sorry. Uh, <laughs> um, let's talk a little bit more about the campaign. Um, how did it just, how many days do you have left? Did it just launch? Um, yeah, yeah, we have seven days left. This one was okay. uh, actually one of the shorter campaigns that we decided to run uh, okay. more of like a, um, I guess more of a test, right? Mm-hmm. Because again, we're, we're going to be running from the end of November or the, about the middle of November to the middle of December. So we really wanted just to kind of see what we could do with it. And, we even kind of poke fun at ourselves, which I feel like everyone needs to do from time to time. Yeah, because in the body of the campaign, it says, because no one asked for it, here's the solace edition of Pocus Hocus. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, like, <laughs> Why we're, not? Yeah, we're realistic, man. You know, <laughs> like we didn't, we, we had, we didn't have anyone begging us, you know, like we need a solace edition and we need it now. This like, again, <laughs> this is just like, just a thank you to the team, Brian, mm-hmm. for putting in all the work that he has for mm-hmm. us. And just, yeah, we just, we just love our book. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> just to say it simply, we just love our book. Yeah. You know, and that's, that's something that I was kind of going through with, with crossover division here recently is that the first arc, the first four issues are done, right? So the next, the next phase is a collection of some kind. Um, and, I'm going to break out for just a second. Uh, yeah, that's going to, you're right, Jay. <laughs> um, so I was thinking of, you know, how, how do I want to, how do I want to collect this? You know, I can do a trade, I can do a hardcover. I can do an oversized hardcover. Um, I don't think I can do all, if I do oversized hardcover, then I lose the benefits of, you know, the split binding so that there's all these, you know, there's a lot of thought that has to go into how you're going to do this, you know, for, for future stuff. So, mm-hmm. uh, but for me, you know, I talked to the rest of the team. I'm like, one, I think I really want to do a hardcover. You know, how do you guys feel about that? And so, you know, we kind of all lean to, to hardcover. And then I don't know about you guys, but uh, 
I tend to think that Charlie Stickney is pretty clever, so I try to copy him at every chance I get. He's so right. uh, <laughs> he did that really, really great oversized hardcover of White Ash. And I was like, that's that's what I want. I think that's what I want to try to do. And then, you know, then that leads to, hey, I can do a trade paperback later. But, you know, we've had all the support to what Kickstarter, in my mind, lets you create these kind of really limited runs of an issue, right? right. They're, they're, they're limited, highly collectible, and you, you make them as well as you can, right? And I kind of just wanted to continue that with the collection. So, you know, I, I really, I love the idea of that Solus edition because you guys are kind of thinking along the same lines, you know, mm-hmm. hey, let's do something really cool. And, you know, for the, mm-hmm. for the, for the people that have been backing us all along. So yeah. for the people. Awesome. Yeah, it's for the people. Yeah, and it's cool though, like cuz you know, yeah, as people back, you can see who's backing it and everything like that. And it's just so cool to see um all the return people. You know. Oh, yeah. and, and not only that, we've we've seen a, a ton of new people jumping on too. It's like it's yeah. very cool like each campaign there's brand new people jumping on and and it's very very cool. I have um, a joke when I'm doing my thank you notes is like, you know, Hey, you're a returning backer. That's my favorite backer because it means you've read it and you've come back. And then the next person, hey, you're a first time backer. You're my favorite backer. My favorite backer. Because <laughs> you just found out about us and you might I'm fall so in jealous. love with us. <laughs> and if you come back, you could meet our favorite backer. A returning backer. <laughs> oh, man. No, it's great. All right. Well, gentlemen, it's getting a little bit late. I had to put my dog away. I don't know if you guys could hear him. I could hear him snoring. So I was like, I'm put him <laughs> <laughs> um, and now it's the time where if you've listened late, it goes off the rails. Uh, Will and I are going to talk right. about a very few campaigns that are still running. Um, real quick, I do want to bring up uh, Faith in Each Other. Uh, Jack Holder was going to be on tonight, um, but couldn't make it. I do want to talk about the campaign because Jack's a great person and a good writer. Um, Faith in Each Other is a um, a Christian YA fantasy comic. Esther is fighting a hidden war of faith. Her father is trying to not get fired. Can the two find a way to believe in each other? So um, it's it's a young adult comic. I wanted to make sure and talk about it for a second because... Um, I think I, I don't write many young adult type things, but if, if we need kids comics and we need young adult comics because, uh, selfishly, that's how we get people addicted. Uh, I need people to <laughs> give kids methamphetamine so that later on I can sell them heroin. Okay. Yeah. So <laughs> to me, let's get, I, I'm always into, uh, new books that are slightly different and, uh, that, Jack is a great person. I wanted to make sure that um, we brought it up because he just couldn't quite make it on tonight. That was our special guest, Alan. Okay, that was he was the one. Okay, yeah. Oh, yeah. that have been. Uh, it would have been, been good. It would have been. That would have been great right? alongside the Grandma Chainsaw pitch, right? <laughs> hey, hey, Jack's Perfect. cool. Jack, yeah. Jack's cool. <laughs> Jack can party. Jack can party. Just because he, he's writing one of his things is is uh, doesn't mean doesn't mean he can't have a good time. But I wanted to make sure and talk about that. And um, I don't know because um, Will and I have talked uh, Christmas night and New Year's night or are close to Fridays. We're not 
we're not going to come out. We're not going to do a show. So I don't know if we're going to be able to get Pat Shund on, but he is a friend of the show and he does have Smoke Weed, See the Future, Volume 2. Uh, you can get Volume 1 if you missed it. So it's definitely worth checking out because uh, Pat um, always Listen, writes. I, I don't know if I want to read it. I just want to see the future. So how can I? <laughs> I suggest if it's legal in your territory, smoke. It is. <laughs> Tell me if you can see the future, Joey. Here um, in Florida, you have to have a medical card, so I, I'm not going to... Again, oh, it's, it's totally, here's what. Hang on, here's what we're doing. It's we're, totally legal. It's we're, totally we're, going legal. To, um, we're going to try to take Pat Shan's book literally. Okay, Joey, <laughs> we are, we're currently at 1869 with 45 backers and six days to go. Okay. We end next Friday at 10 o'clock. What Where we will we end, Joey? Tell me the future. We will. End. Okay, hold on. Hold on. I gotta Wait get, a minute. Gotta get my. I gotta the, get my supplies out of the. the uh, we gotta do the first part of what yeah. of the title, right? I gotta get, I gotta get my just, party. Joey supplies. just walks off screen. We just see a huge cloud of smoke. <laughs> oh, sorry. Just, let me get. Hold on. I'll hold on. I'll be right back. <laughs> oh, Eddie's back. Um, okay. Let's see. I think we'll be about close, about two grand. Let's see. Two grand. Two grand. Okay. Two grand. I'm calling it right now. Two grand. Okay. I just saw awesome. the future. I just saw the future. <laughs> <laughs> Fifty-five, you sixty are... backers. That's what that's what Jay Burns says. He's calling it. You are you are uh, silenced, Kevin. I can't hear you. Oh, 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 thank you. So I'm gonna go wheel wheel of uh, not wheel of fortune. Price is right here. So you said two thousand, right? Twenty-three forty-two. Okay. Well, I've got. I got to get in on this. Hang on a second. Let me take a look. <laughs> Are you gonna do two thousand and one? You gotta. You gotta. You gotta <laughs> it's a good. It's a good that, bid, but oh, don't be that guy. Don't you dare. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, don't be that guy. <laughs> do you, you know how much everyone probably hates that contestant? Like they finally get called up. After all this time of watching Price, oh, I'm so television. sorry that he played the game better. Yeah, I know. <laughs> uh, I'm gonna say, I think it's gonna hit 25. Oh, okay. Ooh. All right, I like that one. Okay. Five. So we've got, we've all, been, right. all right, all right. I hope Will is right. That would be great. <laughs> all right. And he could be with six days left. It could easily do another 700. Easily. So, all right. So let's, uh, Will, let's talk about the campaigns that are still running that we've talked about. And it's not a ton things as, as Alan talked about November, December, things start to slow down a little bit. Mm -hmm. So, um, what do we got here? We've got, we promised utopia second season, which, uh, they were on last week. Yeah. We promised utopia is three different timelines. Um, mm -hmm. with a, it's really cool because they have scientists on the book who are part of the writing team who are talking about exactly how we could stop the climate crisis and also mm -hmm. how we humans would probably screw it up. So it's a really <laughs> cool psychological look at climate change the things that we have to tackle and if we do tackle them how humans would probably mess it up again so uh very like cool existential yeah. type of a <laughs> a, a book um pioneers blooded stars and i got this one man 
Go for it. Vampires in space. <laughs> <laughs> that was so great. He came. Uh, we we feel for every English uh, a creator. We actually don't even reach out to people in Europe, but but we kind of talked to him. We, we invited him, not knowing where he was. He said yes. Poor guy. He had to wake up at four a.m. his time to be on the show. So <laughs> if vampires in space doesn't do it for you. First of all, what's wrong with you? But second of all, do it for the guy waking up at 4 a.m. to talk about his comic because that is passion. That is commitment. Well, and I might, he, I might stay he wrote, up till 4 a.m. to do it. I'm not waking yeah. up at 4 a.m. <laughs> and he, he wrote and drew it himself. Yeah. I mean, yeah. and the art is gorgeous. It's, it's a really good looking book. Um, what's the book about? No, just kidding. I'm just kidding. <laughs> I can do it again. <laughs> Sorry. It, it, it's it's kind of just a fun comedy about you know a space adventure. He, he as he said, it's not going to change the world. It's just kind of a fun comic book is what he's trying to make. Awesome. So uh, a nice little page turner and uh, and goofy book. Hang hang yeah. on, we have a comment, and I demand that you take that back. You you uh -oh. have to take that comment back. <laughs> I don't think we're gentlemen. Oh. <laughs> Are we going to show it? Well, I'm kind of. Oh, okay, there you go. <laughs> How <back>. dare you! <laughs> this is supposed so, to be a family-friendly show, and you so, bring right. this on here. So, so we don't know if we're going to have time to get Pat Sean Pat Shand on for a long interview, but we <laughs> did get him into the chat so that's uh, right <laughs> we smoked we we saw the future and the future, the future. was pat shand in the chat so we are super right. happy <laughs> to have you with us whether it be just a comment or or coming on but uh if you can come on next week is it so uh yeah. it will be my birthday show december 16th uh, will oh, and i are come on and if we have creators great and if not i'm just gonna like i don't know Oh, by the way, you know my, do you know what my birthday <laughs> gift is going to be? Some a bag of weed because Shan's going to come on. <laughs> if I was in New York, maybe. Well. But again, <laughs> laws in Florida with DeSantis likes you, and I don't think he would if he knew who I was. <laughs> um, we're getting another dog. Really? Uh, congrats. Oh. So so um there's a puppy, like we won't buy a puppy, and our dog is super afraid of other dogs. Like he was injured before we got him. He, he my dog has three legs because um of an incident and it was with other dogs. So he's like crazy afraid of other dogs. So we were worried we'd never be able to have two dogs. And the reason I want two dogs is because dogs die. I get that. And yeah. if you have two dogs and you have Dang. one dog die, it's really sad. And then you eventually get another dog and you have two dogs and you don't have a dogless house. But if you have yeah. one dog and it and your dog passes away, I can't get a dog yet. I need time. I need yep. I can't. Like yeah. so yeah. we had we had Monty and that. Cindy Lou for eight years and Monty passed away and Cindy Lou was a like she was my special case so we couldn't adopt another dog with her in the house or else it was going to make the whatever time we had with her bad um and so i was like my my wife kept saying can we get another dog and i was like i'm not ready i'm not ready i'm not ready but if you have two dogs and one passes away 
you need to get another dog for, for the, the dog. Other one. Ah, right. Yeah. Genius. Well, I like that loophole system you got. It's a loophole. <laughs> but he, he, Harpo hates other dogs. And I was like, we can't get another adult dog because he's afraid of dogs and his, his fear is biting. Uh, he's, a, he gets angry and vicious. So, um, I think with a puppy, he'll be dominant. The puppy will be like, I love you so much. And it'll work. <laughs> <laughs> but we don't want to buy a dog and, and like put money into the puppy mill system. Mm -hmm. Well, someone rescued three puppy poodles in Orlando. And one of them around January is, is coming here. So, awesome. so my birthday present, we're getting a, we're getting a, a, so far we think her name is lady. We didn't, we didn't pick it, but it's fine. Um, so hopefully in January, you guys will get to meet my puppy. Okay. Well, I'll be cool. here because uh, Pocus 5 is launching at the end of January. So nice. there should be a puppy on the stream whenever I come back on. I, I hope I hope that's the case, although she might be in the cage. You know, no, nope, she will so. not be. I'm so sorry. <laughs> you know what? I'll bring, I'll bring her out for you. Thank so you. Thank Alan you. can be our special guest on the next that show. There about you go. That. So, so Johnny says that's both a really sweet and really poignant reason to get a birthday puppy. It's just because my dog doesn't love me and only loves my wife. It's not poignant. It's, it's just because <laughs> my dog only loves my wife. <laughs> and I want a dog. Um, no, um, I think, did we get everybody? Because I, I got we did. That's all I've story. got in there. Yeah. Awesome. Well, Alan, Joey, absolute pleasure having you. I cannot wait to talk about uh, Pocus Hocus uh, 5 in January, show you Lady if I actually have her. Uh, it's it's sort of a done deal because the doggy rescuer is an old family friend. But um, Awesome. Yeah. Until yeah. the dog's in the house, it's not in the house. But uh, right. and yeah, then I then told my wife. And then hopefully today. sometimes... Yeah. Sometime in February or March, hopefully we can uh, we can talk about this book here come, because we're going to be talking doing that one. Something very special with that one. We're going to have an announcement very soon. Okay, uh, I can't yes. see it, but um, is it the horse? It's this here. Name it. Oh, badass bad girl. girl saves the world. All right, so, I'm in. I, I'm that one. I. I like badass girls on my comics, so I'm in. All right. Thank you yeah. so much, everybody in the chat. Pat, Shawnee, Jay, I really appreciate you guys adding to the show. Uh, honestly, you make it better for being here, so thank you so much. Alan and Joey, always great. Will, I love you, buddy, and I will talk to you uh, next week. Good night, right. everybody. Thanks, everyone. Bye, guys. Good night. Thanks.